The Kutta Sikh is Chelek Yud Dalid, Sikha Dvarim Aleph. The Parshish Dvarim begins with words of Teichacha, of reproach, that Moshe Rabbeinu gives to the Yidin for the various offenses that they did along their time in the Midbar. And the way it's done is Moshe mentions the place Bamidbar, Ba'arava, Meil Suf, Bein Paran, Uvein Tefel, Velavon, Chatseides, Vidizahov. And most of these are names of places that are alluding to an offense that took place in those places. And for the Kavid of the Yidin, for the Yidin's dignity, Moshe doesn't mention the actual offense, he just alludes to it um, <clears throat> with the name of a place. However, when it comes to Bein Teufel Velavon, Rashi says there's no such place, and therefore he says it refers to the fact that the Yidin complained about the Mon Teufel from the word complaint, and Lavon, from the, which is white, like the Mon. And the word Dizahav, Rashi says also, he says this is referring to the abundance of gold that caused the sin of the Egel Azov. So the Rebbe explains, that Vidizav is not the name of a place, and therefore Rashi says the word Hoichichan, that although this is not included in the list of places, nevertheless this too is part of the Teichacha that Moshe Rabbeinu gave to the Yidin, just like Bein Teufel the Lavan, which was not the name of a place, and yet it was part of the Teichacha. Why does Rashi say that it's not the name of a place? Because we don't find anywhere in the Torah the word, the name, the name of a place to be Dizav. The question is, maybe this is the name of the place. Maybe here is the one time in the Torah that the, that he's naming the place Dizav, just like other places in the Torah where there are other names of places that are based on an event that occurred there. So maybe the name of this place was Dizav because of the event of the Egel Azav that occurred there. The other question that we have is Nashi, when he talks about Dizav, he brings a Pasik. And the question is, why is this Pasik not brought in Kisisa, where Moshe Rabbeinu is saying the same thing to Hashem, that you caused the Egel Azav because you gave them so much gold. So the first question we're going to answer is this last question. What's the difference between Kisisa and Dvarim? And the Rebbe explains that in Kisisa, Moshe Rabbeinu is trying to ask the Abishter to forgive the Yidin. And therefore over there he wants to minimize the Aveda. He wants, and therefore he says, Hashem, it's not their fault, it's your fault, you gave them too much gold. He's trying to minimize their Aveda. Here, on the other hand, Moshe is giving them teichacha, Moshe is reproaching them. Here he's not trying to minimize, on the contrary, he's trying to underscore the severity of the chait, of the sin, and therefore he is not looking to minimize the chait. And therefore this pasik, the kesevir basilam, which is a reproach from Hashem on the creating of the Chet Egel doesn't fit in in Parshas Kisisa because over there he's trying to minimize the Chet but it does fit in over here where he's trying to uh, underscore, to emphasize the Chet. 
Now, based on this, it comes out that the use of the gold was not a fundamental aspect of the sin. It was a detail in the sin, the fact that it was gold. And therefore, since it is not a fundamental detail of the sin, we cannot name the place after it. The name would only be placed, a place would only be named if after something that was either the event that occurred, the thing that was used for the event, or the reason for the event. But if the gold is only a detail and not what the, the thing, like the, the actual agel, or the reason, which was the, which was the fact that Moshe didn't come down, or the event, which was the idol worship, then you can't name a place these of just because it happens to be that it was gold that was used. So this answers our first question, how does Rashi know that it's not the name of a place? Because they wouldn't have named the place after a detail in the story. And since the gold is a detail, it can't be Dizav, the name of the place. And therefore, Rashi says, that, oh, that, he was, that he, they were reproached about the Egel Azov, even though it wasn't the name of the place. In that case, the question is, why does Rashi say the word Bishvil? That he, that he reproached them for the Egel that was made because of the gold. And for this, the Rebbe introduces a new idea, and that is, is that even though Moshe was reproaching the Yidden, he was also trying to bring a limutzchus to defend the Yidden for what they had done. And therefore he mentions within the Teichacha, the Dizav, that they used a lot of gold to make an Avedah Zara, he also says, Bishvil Revzav, that it was the fault of the gold and not so much the fault of the Yid. This was a way of Moshe Rabbeinu finding a Limutzchus for the Yidden. Now based on this idea that Moshe is being Mulamed Tzchus as well, we can find the Limud Tzchus in each of the places uh, uh, and the Teichachas that Moshe was giving. <clears throat> For example, it says Bamidbar. The Yidden complained, why did you bring us into this Midbar and not leave us in Mitzrayim where we had meat and we had bread and we could have died there. So the question is, why say just Bamidbar and not Midbar Sinai? Why not refer to the specific place where this occurred? So the answer is because the word Midbar is a defense. Because the Midbar was a Midbar God of it was a great and scary Midbar. A Midbar that had Nachar Sar of Akrav, this was therefore a place where it was very difficult to go in there without being afraid. And therefore we can't blame them for saying, So the word Midbar is a defense. Then the Pasuk says, So, Ba'arava is telling us exactly where this was. This was Ba'arva Ismayov. Even though it actually took place Beshitim, but it's telling us that it took place in the environs of Mayav, of Arva Ismayov, because Mayav was filled with promiscuity. Mayav was filled with Znus, just like they were named after a person who was not a Tsanua. And she named her children Mayav because their son Mayav because he was born from his father. So the, and and her descendants carried on this promiscuity, and therefore you can't fully blame the Yidden because they were in the place that was so filled with this nus, with this lack of modesty that they uh, uh, got and uh, uh, swept up in it, and this is a limutzchus on them. 
Then it says Moil Suf. Moil Suf is the fact that they, uh, they rebelled by the Yam Suf. Number one, going in. They said, why are we going into this water? Aren't there enough burial places in the Tzraim? Number two, when they came out, they didn't want to leave. They were busy collecting Biza Sayam, the loot of the Yam. So here the... the Limuschus is obvious. They were Suf, they were opposite of Yamsuf. On the way in, they were petrified of they're, they're going to drown. On the way out, there was always business Ayam that the Abishter wanted them to collect. How could they leave? So, from the words Suf, we see the Limuschus. Bain Pardon. Rashi talks about the Miraglim. He says, Al Yedeha Miraglim. It was the Miraglim's fault. They uh, caused it. Uvein Teufel Velovan. This is an interesting one. The fact that the man was white. White is like colorless. When something is colorless, it's not tangible. You don't see what you're eating. If you can't see what you're eating, you can't really truly enjoy it. And therefore, the Yidin couldn't enjoy the man. And therefore, they complained about it because they couldn't see it. Which is about the Machlekes of Kairach. Rashi says, The battle of Kairach. Again, this was Kairach's fault. And the Diza, we already explained that it was the fault of the goat. So in all of these words in the Pasik, besides the Teichacha, within the Teichacha rather, there is also a Limutzchus. Now finding ourselves right before Tisha B'Av, where we are mourning the Beis HaMikdash, in this Galus, there is actually also a Geula concealed. And we see this in the words, Echa Yashav Adad, which is really a tragedy that, the, that Yerushalayim and the Yidin Arbadad are alone. But there is also a Midatayva here, because Badad means that the Yidin are not mingling with the Goyim, they are staying separate from the Goyim, and this leads to the Geula, to the Geula and to the building of the third base Amikdash, which is also hinted in the word Badad, like the Pasuk says, Betach Badad Ein Yaakov, which is a remez to the base Amikdash Ashlishi, which is named after Yaakov Avinu.